0: Hello, homemakers. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy as a Homemaker podcast. I am Chandler, your host. Today, we are continuing our homemaking basics series with an entire episode all about money. Now, today's episode is going to be a bit different than the rest. When I started planning these episodes, I wrote down to do an episode on finances, budgeting, money, because obviously it's a very important part of being a homemaker. But then I kind of felt like it would be, I felt it just felt inappropriate for me to be giving anyone financial advice. Um, I just felt really uncomfortable about it. And don't get me wrong, I'm more than happy to give advice on frugal living, saving money, things like that. I think I'm great at those things. But as far as like budgeting and investing and all of that kind of stuff, it's just so personal and every family situation is so different. Um, So I just really kind of sat on what exactly to do, if anything, on money. And the Lord shined a light on a way for me to approach this topic that feels very appropriate for me to talk about with you all. And I do hope that one day I feel more qualified enough to dig deeper into like practical, practical financial things. Um, but today we're going to briefly explore what exactly the role that we play as homemakers in terms of finances. Um, the, que- the question I want to explore, and definitely, certainly not answer for you, but kind of go into, is who should handle the finances? Um, now, this is, of course, very, very, very situational. And I am curious to know if any of you have read Fascinating Womanhood by Helen Andalyn, I think is how you say her name, her last name. Um, But that was my first kind of introduction into biblical femininity. And it's been widely touted as a very extreme book. And luckily, I, at this point, was very humbled in the fact that I knew little to nothing about biblical femininity or even the Bible at all. Um, and I still would say that <laughs> to this day, a few years later. But um, anyway, she is, and this is not a critique, it's just, I'm just stating a fact. If you've read the book, you know she is very pro the husband handles the finances. Now, I'm reciting this from memory too. I haven't um, like looked back at her book in at least a year But, um, what I recall is, and I do agree with her. Here's the thing. She she makes a really great point. He makes the money. He's the provider. He should be the one making those decisions. And so when I first, you know, became a homemaker and wanted to do things the right way, I remember talking to my husband because at the time I had been doing um, most of the bill paying and all of that stuff. And I was working too. So, you know, it, and I, we, we didn't, um, embrace these like traditional anything. So anyway, so, um, he, I told my husband, you know, I really would, I really would like you to do the finances. I think that you should, I think that you would be better fit for it. Um, and and he was like, okay, you know, he didn't, he really didn't mind. He did do it for a time. But I kind of realized over time, you know, I mean, the president doesn't handle his finances. Right. And um, <clears throat> I, I just think about like, you know, one of my, one of my primary goals in life is to make my husband's life better and easier. And, I mean, we both we both have that goal for each other, you know. Um, he makes my life better and easier by, you know, his provision and all sorts of ways. Um, and I had the time to do all of the filing, keeping up with the passwords, writing down when bills are due, etc. Now, I think you can handle the finances as a wife and still consider your husband, the boss man, right? So I think that's kind of how, what we've settled into in our marriage is I'm, I'm the accountant, you know, in, in a way, um, I consult him when I'm not sure about something. I ask him, um, you know, lots of times when, when he thinks I should pay this bill or how much we should put into savings this month or, if, if I have an idea, something financially different that we should do, I, I ask him about it, right? He's the boss man. I am handling all of the little details behind the scenes and paying the bills and all of the things, but, but I'm, but he's the boss man. I, you know, he's, nothing happens without me consulting him first. Um, I like to think of myself as a steward or a manager, um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, we are, we are as women, as wives, we are helpers. We are help meets. Um, so ask, you know, what would be most helpful to him? Maybe your husband likes doing all of that stuff. Mine really doesn't. And I'm happy to do it. I enjoy all of that stuff, organizing and dates and paying bills and spreadsheets. I like all of that stuff. And he doesn't mind that I do it. He's happy he would prefer that I do it, so I do. Okay, so that's a little bit personal, you know, that's that's kind of just a background of kind of like what I'm doing right now. Of course, that's always subject to chain, and and of course I'm not telling you what to do. Um, we are gonna dive into some Bible verses because what a great place to go to find out what we're supposed to what our role is as women, right? Okay. So, um, I'm sure you all know, uh, what verse is this? It's Ephesians. Hang on just a second. Um, Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. Okay. Yeah. Wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Okay, so this is kind of like the cornerstone, the pinnacle of uh, being a biblical wife, right? Submit. So um, I think this is such a, a, a simple answer to what our role is as wives in the financial. Okay. If we are called to submit to our husbands, that means that we should ask him. Okay. Who does he think or, and, or want to handle the finances? Um, Now, I don't think this means we don't get a say in any financial decisions. but it does mean that boss man gets the final word. And excuse me, I'm so sorry. I read a post on, um, do you all follow biblical femininity bootcamp? Her name is Louise and she's great. Um, I love, I love all her content. She's very wise, but anyway, she was saying, um, the post was like, anyone can submit when you agree. Is that even really submission? You know, if if you both agree, right? Wouldn't that be more egalitarian um, style submission, I guess? But we're called to submit even when we don't agree, okay? The Bible is very black and white here. Um, we have to, now of course there's the caveat of um, submitting unless um, your husband is asking you to sin, but um, obviously there's that caveat there. But we have to remember that I think an important thing to remember is some and something that I've learned. Our husbands are humans too. They are learning and growing and might never grow to be the men that God wants them to be if we are trampling all over their decisions. Okay, we have to let them have the final say. Um, And that is scary because sometimes they will make mistakes, but they will learn from them. And sometimes you will humbly discover that they were actually right. Okay, this has happened many times in my marriage, some with huge financial things, some with smaller financial things. Obviously, my husband has made mistakes but then there have been times where we either should have listened to him or we did listen to him and it ended up being the best decision. Okay. Um, And I do agree with um, the fascinating womanhood book when she says, it's not right for us to tell our husbands what they can and can't buy. Okay. When I was Um, really trying to embrace this biblical femininity, this submission, I remember realizing my husband was asking me if he could buy something. And it made me feel disgusted with myself. Um, I think a lot of us, I mean, the Bible even tells us (laughs) that we have this tendency to rule over our husbands and to kind of mother them in a way. And we have to let go of that if we want them to grow in their manliness. Um, the the way that I handled that situation, by the way, I was like, "Look, you do not have to ask me how you can spend your hard-earned money. Um, it's very important to me that my husband feels like he can, he 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 works for a reason that he can spend his money how he wants to and I think when you fully give them that trust, um, and it is it is scary, but I think showing them that you fully trust them, um, it allows them to really think about things, because they don't have, you know, their mommy <laughs> slash wife, who, who's being the the ultimate decision maker. You, you know, they they all of a sudden are put in this this um, responsibility of the family and they they realize over time they're like oh no one's going to tell me no i need to be responsible you know i need to be the one making sure that my my family is provided for if that makes sense you're really allowing them to step into that role of provider and protector a lot of us are really holding our husbands back by um, telling them what they can and can't do with the money that they work so hard for, if that makes sense. Um, now, every, again, like every couple's so different and I'm trying to keep it general here and just give you some things to think about. And, um, you know, this, this doesn't mean that my husband is like, oh, okay, I'm going to go out and buy a new hot tub and a four-wheeler and all this stuff because she doesn't care. It's like, no, you know, and the same shoe goes on the other foot, you know, with, with my husband trusting me with, with money, which we'll talk about more in a second, but it's not that I'm out just spending money willy nilly, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of love and trust and respect that goes into this idea of submission. Okay. So let's talk about prudence. Um, I'm sure you know, Proverbs 19.4, house and wealth are inherited from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Okay, now prudence is defined uh, via Google, which I know we really shouldn't be trusting Google to define things, but um, acting with or showing care and thought for the future. So this, again, I love, it's so interesting the Bible just lays out things so well. And when you ask, it's like, things are just made so clear. Um, to me, this says, don't be foolish with money, save money, even if it's just a little, Um, be thrifty, embrace simple living, minimalism, those kinds of ideas where you're not buying into consumerism, um learn how to mend clothes, take good care of your things. This is a great way to let your husband know how much you appreciate all he does by taking good care of the home he's provided for you, the clothes, the car, um all of these things, taking good care of them and and teaching your children to do the same. Um the Proverbs 31 woman. Gosh, we could talk about her all day, right? She laughs at the days to come. Um, I guess we could say, you know, this could mean a lot of things. This could mean she just has such um trust for the Lord, right? Um, in in that way, she laughs at the days to come, but also I think it means she's so well prepared. Um, prepared, you know, maybe um, in like a homesteading sense, um, or Just being well prepared in terms of her investments and uh, financial savings and things like that. Um, An excellent wife who can find she's far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Do him good. Don't be a financial burden. Don't have an entitled attitude. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, his his heart trusts you. We are given a great deal of trust when we uh, really in all things, this is where the stewardship comes in that I was talking about earlier. Um, our husbands trust us that when we go out and buy groceries or clothes for the kids or just other homemaking needs, um... He, they're trusting us to make wise, prudent decisions. Um, our, prov- our husband's provision is ultimately God's right. And we want to glorify both our husbands and God, of course. Um, and so we, we have to think about that, not in a fearful way, but we need to be wise stewards of this income and um, grateful for it. So I hope that gave you some things to think about. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Like I said before, I'm very um, hesitant to talk about money, but I actually think I'm actually pretty happy with with how um, God kind of showed me to approach this topic as a young, inexperienced homemaker, right? Um, I think this is such a good place for us all to start. Is okay? What exactly is my role? here because it's pretty clear that we're not, our role is not to be the primary um, provider necessarily. Um, you know, we are first called to submit to our husband. So if, if your husband wants that, um, you know, that's a whole other topic for another day. <laughs> but um, and some of you do bring in money. You know, and I don't think, um, I think we need to be careful with that as well. Um, If we're bringing in money, I've seen a lot of great posts on Instagram about the Proverbs 31 woman. And how a lot of people say, oh yeah, she was a boss babe. Like, you know, she was hustling. And it's, it's kind of iffy because it seems more that her heart and her posture was towards helping provide for her family. Um, she was working hard for the good of her family, not for her own her own um, clout, I guess. Um, but anyway, I feel like I'm I'm rambling now, so I'm just gonna stop here. And like I said, I would love to discuss this more. If you if I said something you disagree with, let's talk about it. I'm all about that. I'm learning and growing and sharing. And I hope you all are having a wonderful week, a wonderful month. And I will talk to you next week here on the show.